the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christmas Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, God has opened doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. But open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't do what we need to do to walk through, we'll never receive and achieve what God has in store for me and you. That's why it's so very important for me and you to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity opened by God for me and you. So that we can step into the awesomeness and the awesome things that our awesome God has for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Acts chapter 12, verse 8, And the angel said unto him, Gird thyselves and bind on thy sandals. He said, and he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. Which means then, of course, cast your garment about me and now come follow me. The messenger is going to share with you what it is that God has to say. And all you have to do is follow what the message is being spoken unto you to go in the direction that God has to say. And he went out and followed him and wist not that it was true, which was done by the angels, but thought he saw a vision. Even as he began to start moving forward, he didn't even really believe that it was completely true what was happening. He thought he was dreaming. But yet the good part about it is that although he wasn't really clear on what was happening to him, he continued to move forward into what it is that the, in the direction that the messenger was taking him. And you're not going to necessarily be totally clear as you move forward into the open door that God has in store for you. But the key is just keep going in a direction, whether you clear or unclear, just keep drawing near and following the direction of the message and the messenger and keep going in that direction because you're not necessarily going to be clear in where you're going. I don't know if any of y'all ever been led by God. Uh, been, you know, led by God. And sometimes it's not clear. Can I? No, y'all mind if I tell the truth. Most of the time, it's not clear where you're headed and what you're doing. You just know what you heard and you just know to do what you heard. And you just keep moving in the direction of what you heard. Although in the natural, it might not make any sense whatsoever. You might think you in the middle of a dream while you're doing it. Sometimes, I mean, I remember, you know, I, I told you before, I you know, used to travel with Bishop. And I'd find myself all over the place. 
I'd be all up in cities. I'd be sitting in these five-star hotels and stuff like that, you know, sitting there eating the best and drinking, non-alcoholic, the best and driving in the, I mean, you know, we'd, we'd pull up to places and there'd be big limos and stuff like that that would pull up and pick him up and I'm getting in the back of these limos and I'm right, and I'm jumping out of limos and getting in the Learjets and stuff like that and I'm flying all over the place in these Learjets and stuff like that and got the specific food that you like sitting up in the middle of the Lear and everything like that because, you know, ain't no stewardesses up in there. But, you know, what they do is they stock it ahead of time with everything that you like to eat and drink. And so it's sitting there and you just eat it if you want it and drink it if you want it and you know, and I'm sitting on these leather seats rolling out in these leers and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, like, I ain't got a dime to my name. I'm <laughs> broke as a mother in the natural. Because I was experiencing severe financial situations at that time. But I'm sitting around and, and, and bringing the best of gifts home to my children and bringing the best of things home to my family. Because a lot of people would end up blessing him and he'd turn around and just give it to me and I'd turn around and just give it to them. And I ain't got no use for it. And I'd turn around and just give it to them. And it was just like, it was just ridiculous. But yet, I would almost like come to myself from time to time or actually come back to the natural. And I'd be like, what am I doing here? Why? why? I don't, this is crazy. What am I doing? I'm like, when we out there with multi-billionaires, and 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 they he like go show them the jet, and I'm taking them around the jet and stuff like that, and I'm showing them what to, what's in the jet and what it do, and they're like how fast it go, and I'm giving them all the directions and everything like that. But while I'm saying it to them, I'm sitting there thinking about who am I talking to? <laughs> I there there will be time honestly there'll be time I'll be sitting up. Various men and women of God that I can tell you, that I'm not a name dropper, so I don't say anything. Various men and women of God that y'all see on television all the time and stuff like that. I'm sitting up at their crib, hanging out at their house. I mean, you know, got my shoes off. I'm sitting up in there. They serving me food. And I'm like, I'm just a little thug off the east side of Detroit. And I'm sitting here in these, I mean, folk that's got, I mean, ministries is like incredible. It's sitting down teaching me about ministry. And I'm sitting there thinking like, but then I'd hear the Lord say, just keep doing what I'm telling you to do because I've got things planned for you. It would not be clear to me what what I'm doing there. It wouldn't be clear to me how I got there. It wouldn't be clear to me where what's going to happen next. But one thing was clear to me, and that's that God is faithful and that God is good. And because I knew that everything was always handled. And, and, and as you move forward into what God has in store for you, it may not be clear. It wasn't clear for Pete. And Pete was walking with Jesus flat out. And so if we are, are people that just know him by faith, and he is a person who knew him by fact, and it wasn't clear for him, don't expect it always to be so super clear for you either. See, a lot of believers, when they begin to get ready to move through this into, this, into these gates and these open doors that God has in store for them, are looking for all these confirmations and all this clarity. Fool, I'm about to deliver you. So all I need you to do is just do what I tell you to do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? I'll be sitting there taking the angels through 30 questions and stuff like that and trying to, we move on. So, so. He says, and he went out and followed him and, and didn't even know whether it was true. Now, when they were past the first and second ward, now they, the Bible just says it so clearly, after they passed the first and the second ward. But you got to understand, there were soldiers all about each of these wards. But the Bible just says, and when they passed the first and the second ward, 
they came unto the iron gate that led it, leadeth out of, unto the city, which openeth to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one side. For with the angel departed from hence. He said after they passed the first and second ward, each of the wards had soldiers all in it. But the Bible doesn't say anything about how he got past the soldiers. Bible don't say. Bible doesn't say anything how he got past the first ward of soldiers. Doesn't say anything how he got past the second ward of soldiers. But all the Bible says is he got past them. I remember when, when, when I'm moving forward and things God has in store for me. Majority of things, when I look back and get ready to give an answer for how it happened, I got none. Other than God is faithful and that God is good. And because God is good and I trusted him, it worked out. Because you're not always even going to be able to understand how it's happening in the midst of you. But all you know is you're going to make it through. I hope I'm getting this point across that as you move forward into this open door, don't think it's going to be all knowledgeable, all logical, all pre-known ahead of time. You got your little map in front of you and stuff like that. On this year, I'll be doing this. On that year, I'll be doing that. On this year, I'll be accomplishing this. That's funny when you're walking into things of God. Just get up, go in the direction he told you to do, and it's going to work out. How's it going to work out, Pastor? Because God's going to make sure it work out. How's he going to do it? Heck, if I know. But what difference does it make? He's going to do it. Bible didn't teach, Bible showed that when they was going to throw Jesus off the cliff, that the Bible says he walked right through the midst of them. How did he walk through the midst of them? I don't know. Did he like knock them all down, do kung fu on all of them and stuff like that, and they all fell down? I don't know. Did he like release power from within him and they all fell in the spirit? I don't know. Did, did, did they see him walking? I don't know. All I know is they didn't throw him off the cliff. I get calls as a pastor a lot of time. They'll be like, well, pastor, I'm running into this situation. I need to know how God's going to work this out. You know what I tell them? I don't know. But I know God's going to work it out. That's all I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching real good right now. All I know is he's going to do it. Because he said, behold, I've opened unto you a door. He didn't say, behold, how I'm opening the door. Behold, what's going to happen with the circumstances around the doors that I open. He didn't say nothing about behold all of that. He just said, behold, God has this thing about keeping things simple. Just trust me and do what I tell you to do. Just look at what I'm telling you to look at and focus on that. That opens the door for me to be able to do the rest. See, when people get ready to move forward into the future that God has in store for them, they want to know too much. But the Bible doesn't say you that to just live by knowing. The Bible says to just live by faith, but you just trust him. Everybody say trust him because that's the rest that you got to enter in to get the rest of what God has in store for you. So anyway, he walks up to the gate and the gate opens on his own. Very first remote control door opener in, in scripture. Praise God. God just hit it from heaven. You know, wooka, wooka, and, it's, and it just opened up. <laughs> it opened up and he walked through. Now, I don't know. You got to read this like it was like true. Because it is. Peace in their sleep. We're going to see what's up. And it's an angel. Angel said, get up. Let's go. And he just started getting up. He still don't understand what's going on. He just heard a word that say, get up and let's go. And many of y'all just going to hear a word that says, come on, let's go do this. And you just get up and go. 
And as you get up, some of the stuff that's binding you is just going to fall from you. And the people that was holding you at bay, you're just going to walk away from them as you just keep moving. And the Bible says he still didn't know it even to be true. Still couldn't even understand what was going on. But all he knew is that this word say, keep moving. So he just kept moving, just kept following him. And as he followed him and everything like that, walks past the first set of things that was there to keep him in. Then he walks past the next set of things that was there to keep him in. Then he even made it out to this big old gate, iron gate. And that bad boy, as he walking, just opens up in front of him. God's going to open things up for you. Excuse me, Lord. I apologize. He has opened up things for you. And he's trying to get you to understand that the shackles that were holding you in place have already been broken. That the things that are binding your hands are already broken. The things that have been hindering you from doing what it is he's told you to do have already been broken. All you got to do is hear the word and follow the direction of the word and do what it tells you to do. And it's going to tell you simply come. It's going to say simply follow me. It's going to say simply come do what it is I told you to do. And you're going to know it and you're just going to know it. And as you move forward, then nothing's going to stop you from being able to receive what God has in store for you. Now, let's see what happened for the folk that was praying. Because it was folk that, remember, we read about that was praying for him. Well, let's see what happened to them. Verse 11. And when Peter was coming to himself, he said, now I know of a surety that the Lord have sent his angel. See, he didn't know it until after it was over. Always like, can, can we talk? It's 8 o'clock. We can talk. I can holler at y'all. Can I holler at y'all? I love listening to the testimonies of these men of God after the fact. I love listening to how powerful they talk after the fact. I love, can we talk? Now, if we can't talk, I'm going back into the message. We'll talk about something else. Y'all, can y'all handle this? I love hearing how these men of God talk after the fact. Oh, yes, I knew that God was going to come through. I knew it all the time. I just, I was just, I had no fear. I had no, I had nothing but faith. You know how we do. You know how we do. You know know how they lie. (laughs) Can I talk? Half the time, three quarters of the time, seven eighths of the time, nine ninths of the time, nine tenths of the time, nine tenths of the time. Stuff hitting you from every angle. Emotions are trying to go all out of whack. None of this stuff is making sense. Come on now, we are logical people. We ain't stupid. We, we, we know fat meat greasy. Come on up in here. <laughs> Are you feeling me up in here? And we know we in some stuff. We know mess going on. We know when we about to go out. But you got a word that tells you something the opposite of what it is that you're looking at. And when it comes time to step up on that, it take faith. You better know God love you. They be talking all this, you know, I know it. I knew with a surety. You didn't know most of the time. You was just believing the heck out of something. Are you listening to me? Now, if we can't talk, let me know. Mine is going one way. It's trying to go zing like a kite string in the middle of a storm. Your head trying to head, head out over this way. The thoughts are sitting there before you about, you know, you know, Pete, I'm sure Mike could have had the possibility of sitting there thinking like, you know, you know, who's going to carry on the ministry after I die? Because he's already accepted that he's going to die. But in the midst of your situation, you have to not no longer accept the reality that's there 
and somewhere along the line, accept the word that just came to you. Because that word is going to give you an opposite opportunity. It's going to be opposite to everything that it is that you're looking at right there. And you have to somewhere along the line, grab that word and say, I'm going to do according to what I heard. Although it said clearly, Pete did not know. It was afterwards that he said with such a surety. But the only thing you need to know now is that God is faithful and that God is true and that he's going to do for you everything that he said he's going to do. That's all you need to know. What do you need to know? God is faithful and God is true and God's going to do for you everything that he said he's going to do. He don't put no time on it. So don't you put a time on it. He doesn't give you when it's going to happen. Sometimes he tells us and when he, if he tells you a specific thing, then, of course, that's the truth. So you accept that. But normally speaking, he don't put dates on things. Normally the thing is he doesn't tell you, you know, exactly when something's going to happen. But every once in a while he will. But when he says it, you can bet your bottom dollar that's when it's going to happen. Are you listening to me? But you won't necessarily know with a surety. But after the fact, oh, you'll have bigger surety. That's like they did. They had after the fact, they had bigger surety. Verse 11. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, now I know of a surety that the Lord have sent his angel and have delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectations of the people of the of the Jews. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying because they were praying for him. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in (laughs) and told how Peter stood before the gate. Girlfriend was so happy she forgot to open the door. (laughs) Praise God. Amen. And they said unto her, God, man, you crazy. But she constantly, now these are the people that's in there praying for him. They like, you crazy. <laughs> Amen. But she constantly affirmed that it was ever even so. She didn't say she affirmed it one time, but constantly. Just following them around like, no, no, for real, he out there. They're like, girl, shut up. Go back to praying. <laughs> you know how some of us do? The blessing be right there for us. We'd be like, no, and go back to praying. Can I give you an example of that? I mean, when I was in school and ministry uh, many years ago, and um, we'll be opening one here soon. And I remember there was, I was in school and ministry training on uh, developing being a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And um, they had this one pathway that you were not supposed to walk through, walk through the sanctuary um, to be able to go through. You had a specific door to be able to go in uh, to, um, up to school. But yet I had dropped my child off at the other end at the uh, Christian Academy that was there, which will be opening soon also. Uh, Faith's Academy of Christian Excellence, uh, a Christian Academy that existed. And I dropped my children off at the school. And because they know me and everything else like that, because I serve so much up there, then they said, man, you just go ahead through. You don't have to go outside. And so they let me go up through the sanctuary. But I found out it was a divine course because as I was headed through the sanctuary, I ran into a lady that I would never have run into if I went to normal course. Long story short, she was sitting over in the corner in the dark. Powerful woman of God, sitting, in the woman, sitting over in the corner in the dark. And I went over to her and I said, girl, what you doing up in here in the dark? Just messing with her and stuff like that. You know, what you doing up here in the dark? And as I got a little closer, I could see the, like, you know, little tears in her eyes and stuff like that. And it was like falling down her cheeks. I kind of like backed up, gave her her privacy, you know. And I said, oh, well, you know, I'll be, 
going upstairs. I'll see you upstairs in a minute. And as I went um, to get ready to go upstairs, the Lord said, ask her why she's not upstairs. So I went back and said, you know, yo, you know, try to still give her a little room. Say, yo, uh, so how come you ain't upstairs? You know, we're supposed to be upstairs because this was going from second year to first year to second year. And we were just beginning the second year. I said, how come you're not upstairs? And she said, oh, no, I'm going to be up there in a minute. I'll be okay." I said, all right. So I turned around and got ready to walk away. And the Lord said, go back and ask her why she's not upstairs. (laughs) So I went back. I'm trying to get upstairs to be on time. Are you listening to it? Because they, they are a stickler on being on time. Stickler. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll throw you out to school for being late. You know, praise God. But anyway. And so I go back and I say, yo, baby, how come you ain't upstairs? You, you, you're supposed to be upstairs, right? Come on, let's go upstairs. Let's go. She's like, no, no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go later. So, all right. So I got ready to walk back. The Lord said, go back and ask her about her tuition. Because many times your deliverance is there, but a lot of us won't receive the deliverance that's there. We'd be trying to be all deep and spiritual. We'd be trying to be all, all private and personal, impersonal, private. You know, I don't want to tell nobody. I don't want nobody to know. So I went back and I said, yo, tuition. I said, do you have your tuition? Because you had to pay your tuition before you could go up there. You know, they're not like me. I, I extend a lot of grace to people. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. We'll give a, a schedule for the payments and stuff like that. It'd be months afterwards and stuff like that. Praise God. But anyway. But anywho, because I know folk learning how to operate in faith, so I give them room to learn. Praise God. But anyway, I say, so you got your tuition and everything? And she's like, yeah, in Jesus' name, yeah, I have it. So I'm like, all right, bet. And so I like, I turn around, walk away, and was headed back upstairs. And the Lord said, go back and ask her about her tuition. And I'm like, Lord, look. So I go back and ask, I said, look, look, you got your tuition. She said, I have it in Jesus' name. So I, so I turn around and get ready to go back. And the Lord said, go back and pay her tuition. So I went back. I said, look. I ain't asking you no in no Jesus name. I ain't asking you about no faith. And would you come on and answer right? Because he keep bothering me and won't let me go upstairs. Do you have in your hand or pay to the people the tuition for school today? She broke out crying. No, I don't have it. I'm like, girl, shut that mess up and come on. I'll pay it. Let's go. You know. And so the Lord had told me, pay the girl's tuition. But a lot of times folk call themselves in faith. Sometimes we even in faith. But yet at the same time, we're not open to receive that which God is bringing to us. So, so that's what was happening with them here. Although they're in faith enough to be able to open the, the door for Peter, they're not in faith enough to be able to receive for themselves the manifestation of what they've been praying for. Because you got to open a door on your side, too. Remember I taught you about that, that you got to open a door up on your side, too. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. hope that you're seeing that it's true. There really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. Doors of opportunity that God expects to be walked through by us. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, walk through the doors that he's opened for me and you. 
If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road, San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all of you single unmarried saints out there to do. We also invite all of the single unmarried saints in San Antonio to come out to our G to be. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship on this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month. For all that single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help them live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? The VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word that we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.